0: Welcome back to the Mel Kay Show. Thank you for joining me today. Today's a very special day because I have a whole bunch of angry New York ladies here with me. I'm not alone complaining about this uh, New York City nightmare. I'm with uh, amazing women that are making a difference and speaking out. And again, I welcome back Letitia uh, Romero. She is running for um, Staten Island Borough President. An amazing woman. Very excited to have her back. A true Thank hero you, in the restaurant world. Um, Mary Josephine, she is a, uh, works at Rocco's, a, uh, a restaurant in Staten Island, and she's fighting back and she's not happy at all with what's going on. And my usual friend on the Friday New York City Girls show, Denise Poland. And we're here and we're mad.
1: We don't look mad, but we're mad.
0: (laughs) Well, we're mad because we love New York and we're we're watching what's happening to it. And uh, it should be. And this isn't about New York. This isn't about New Yorkers. This is about what every person in um, America should be looking at. And watching what's going on here, and looking at their own communities, and taking um, a real, a real hard look at who is in office and why, and how they got there, and running to out to get rid of them. So let's start with uh, Mary Josephine Generosa. Tell us our, your story. <laughs> oh, so really quickly, I mean, my story is that uh, when the mayor came out with
2: his vaccine mandate, I put this huge sign on my window, never expecting. Um, for what happened today to happen, it went viral it's it's garnished so much attention um throughout the country like you said in your opening here this is not isolated to new york i think what's happened is that it's woken people up to to see that wow we're headed now down the path of actually asking our customers asking people that are supposed to be free in society their vaccine status um it's it's really completely insane and now now we're in a situation where we have to fend off the city fend off the the mayor, and we're also in a situation where we have to make sure we stop this because if we don't stop it in New York, it's gonna it's we it will spread like wildfire throughout right. the country. And we don't live in a communist country;
0: uh, we live in the United States of America. Right, right on. And Letitia, you're out there on the front lines. What what are you making of all of this? It's insane.
3: Well it is insane and I I just want to say thank you to Josephine. Um, I have to tell you that I was so impressed with uh, with the courage and uh, the guts that you demonstrated uh, for Rocco's, I mean, I love the your shop. I, I go there often, um, and to see you out there, out front, um, you know, saying to the mayor uh, and to the people of New York City that you're not going to act as the COVID police. That's not what you do. You're a cafe and bakery. You have delicious food. It's none of your business whether somebody has a vaccine card or not. Uh, um that's for the, the, the city and the people and everybody else to decide, not for small businesses. And Josephine, as a former restaurateur myself, I had my first business when I was 21. I have such um admiration for you and I have such empathy for you uh, because you know it's not easy to be a successful restaurant in New York City as it is. So to do this is crazy. So w- let me tell you what I've done. Um, after I sold my restaurant, I be- I got into politics. And guess why, Josephine, for the same exact reason that you're standing up right now. But my nemesis at the time was um, Governor Cuomo, the father. And he was uh, levying all kinds of crazy taxes on New York City restaurants and New York State restaurants. And so that's what got me involved in politics. Fast forward. 30-some years, and I filed now both a federal and a state uh, lawsuit against Mayor de Blasio because what he is doing is against our civil rights. And let's make no doubt about it, ladies and gentlemen. He is trying to uh, upend the Constitution of the United States. He is trying to segregate people uh, um, about among the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. And I want to be clear. I don't think anyone here, uh, and I don't want to speak for anyone, but as far as I'm concerned. Vaccine or no vaccine, that's up to you as an individual. I am not anti vax. I am not, I am pro health. Everybody should have medical freedom. So that's up to the individual and their physician. But when government starts mandating what we put into our body or how we look or what we wear or how we handle our own health, that's overreach of the worst kind. And anyone who tolerates it without speaking out and anyone who says it's okay to lose my rights just right now because we're in a pandemic needs to understand that Once you give up your rights, you never get it back.
0: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Denise, what are you seeing up there uh, in in your your neck of the woods? I know you're over there in Staten Island, but you also have been going to events all over the place.
1: Yeah. So I actually got a taste of what this country could actually be like if we don't fight for our freedom. We had um, a hip hop concert here in Midland Beach uh, a couple of weeks ago. And this is on the beach where any other day you could just normally walk right on free. This is our beach, right? Right. It was on total lockdown. They had fencing up. They had signs everywhere. No entry allowed without the vaccine card. And so I said, well, I didn't get the vaccine. And they said, that's no problem. We have. Three tables set up over there. One for Pfizer, one for Moderna, and one for Johnson and Johnson. But you better hurry up because they're running out of the Moderna. Are you kidding me? This is the country. This is the country we're in. And 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 they said, or and this is until September thirteenth, right? Or you have to show that you have a, a negative PCR test within the last seventy-two hours. And if you don't have that, we have tables set up over there. Well, they'll give you a PCR test. This is what is happening to our country. This is why we need to stand up and fight for our freedom.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people don't know history. They don't know that uh, in the 30s in Germany, the first thing that happened was they put uh, the Jews, uh, and not just Jews, mind you, this is very, very misconstrued. It was gypsies, which now we call homeless people. It was the infirmed, which are elderly, basically, and the disabled and mentally disabled and the Jews. And there was an epidemic, a pandemic, and they—that was how they first got people into the ghettos. And then in 1938, Hitler and his um, and his health ministry, they decided that you could uh, that they could involuntarily take people that were suspected suspected of having the illness or of, of carrying it and put them in hospitals or other facilities. And that's how they started shipping people to the concentration camps. And we know those people never came back. And we all know that Cuomo uh, put in an order about a year ago for involuntary um, quarantining of New York (laughs) citizens. He's not the only one. They did it in Tennessee and Illinois and then Washington state, of course. And uh, now we're at a place where last night, um, my uh, good friend was uh, turned away from Spark Steakhouse in Manhattan for not having um, the vaccine passport or proof of vaccination. And, uh, you know, when it's happening on that level, I thought like, Sparks, what what, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, it's you, horrible, it's, go ahead. It,
2: it's crazy, you bring that up. Do you know how many people I have told, do you realize there was something passed where if you are deemed um, a, a public health hazard by the governor, if the governor declares a state of emergency and they deem you a public hazard, they will put you in a facility okay and they right. can hold you there Pe- people are like oh that didn't pass that's not true I mean yeah. the, the public is so uninformed as to what's going on here I mean we're a couple of steps away from Australia I, 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 I you am? watch what's happening there Their concentration camps be- being built there they're actually telling people if you test positive for COVID you will be in that concentration camp listen I mean we are I think a couple of months away from what's going on in Australia if we do not stop this year right. I mean it, it's so much greater than like like you said earlier it's so much greater than new york i mean it is completely unconstitutional on its face we will be segregating customers we will be discriminating against customers and and i as a business owner have to be vaccinated to be able to be on my own premises i mean what kind of world do we live in so basically i am not able to be here but but the mayor does not understand that i am the operation as is my husband we are the bakery so without us We essentially need to be closing the business down. This, this is not. This is insane. I, I said it a thousand times. It's it's insane. It's unconstitutional. And uh, I think that the mayor, you know, he cannot be trampling on our constitution.
3: Mm-mm. Well, And, you know, I just want um, to, the, the bill I think you're talking about, Josephine, was 4281, and it was introduced by Parrish into the Assembly. It hasn't passed. It's in committee. Oh, thank God. But but we've been talking about it. I've been talking about it since last May, because right. that bill has um, resurfaced. Um, it started in 2018 with the measles. Right. And uh, what happened is uh, govern, um Assemblyman Holliman um, put in a bill to remove religious and medical exemptions from students um, because we, at the mo- at the time, had a measles outbreak. And you know what? He won his bill fast tracked through um, the assembly to the say had a companion bill in the Senate because that was the year the Senate became uh, Albany became one party rule. So we had one party ruling the governor's mansion, the assembly and the Senate, it fast tracked through and now there are no more religious uh, or um, medical exemptions. For children uh, in school. And so uh, about 58,000, I think, uh, children were um, no longer enrolled in public school because of that bill. So, this bill by parish is there is an opportunity for it to fast track. And I think that you're absolutely right, Josephine. This is the testing of the waters because the person who helped to change the Senate and uh, to uh, make it one party rule in New York State was Bill de Blasio. He had an all out push in 2018 to stop the Republicans from having control of the Senate, which was causing balance in the Senate. And um, so if he gets us to capitulate now, you bet that that bill is going to be passed. And we already heard Hochul say she wants masks for kids and she's talking about mandates. So we're headed down that slippery slope. Um, but you know, the, the the thing I'd like to ask you, Josephine, is has the mayor told you what is acceptable as proof of vaccine, how, and do you have to retain that information from your customers? Do you have to keep them on file? Do you have to take a picture of it? Do you have clear guidance um, How that you stay in compliance with this new mandate? Um, So so there was, I guess, after he spoke, there was some guidance
2: that was sent out. What's considered a valid proof of identification? Um, So it's the, you know, the card itself. It's the app on for New York, and then the Excelsior. So I mean, there was that guidance, Um, but you know, we are supposed to keep records, we're supposed to check identification with the past to, to make sure that the, the card, you know, correlates to whomever is, is there with it. But I mean, how do we, how do we prove that the 12-year-old's vaccination card is 12? I, I mean, I, do they have to come to me with a library card? I'm not exactly sure how that would work for, for kids that are, you know, 12 and older, you know, maybe 16, 17, you have a driver's permit or, and or driver's license. But listen, you know, it, it's... <sighs> it's not the guidance because I will not be following it. I've said it publicly that I will not go ahead and start asking people what their vaccination status is. I think it's discriminatory. It's not my place. I'm, I will not be the vaccination police. I think that if more restaurants, bars, and gym owners would would uh, politely decline to comply, um, we would be in a much better situation. But, you know, we, we're all afraid. I'm definitely afraid. Look at what they did to Ian um, Smith. I think his last name is in New Jersey, the gym owner. They have now gone after his personal bank accounts him and his partner for not complying to uh you know Murphy's mask mandate or being open during COVID or what have you I mean essentially it's the same type of mandate or ruling just applied differently because now it affects us with with checking our customers so I I mean where will it end I mean will he be able to save my home for me and my bank accounts and and whatnot I, I am scared but if I don't fight this fight and we don't push back I mean I, I mean I guess this is the cause for New Yorkers and, and people across the country I will not back down. I hope that I have legal standing I hope that you Me know too. my case will be won um, or, or will be looked at fairly uh, that's the other scary part we don't know how the courts will respond and how judges are you know will react to it um, but if I have faith in God and faith in my country and faith in my city, I believe that I am in the right um, and we will win this
0: yeah. Yeah, well, the one thing Definitely. that we all need to really realize here, more than anything else, is that um, this is a bigger picture situation. This is not. Um, this is way bigger than than New York, than uh, than anything else. This is about freedom, and it's about America and the future of America. These communists, socialists, have gotten a stronghold here, and they're not letting go. And uh, as time goes on, we're seeing worse and worse happen. But I'll tell you guys, the three of the four of us uh were in new york when it was closed down 15 days to stop the spread and we had cuomo come on stage with bill gates and eric schmidt equally uh, nefarious characters and uh tell us that they were going to reimagine new york and i looked at my friend and i said they are going to try to pull off a smart city in new york this is not about the, the illness and as i've watched they've got it the middle class which i think most of this is about gutting the middle class here in Manhattan, I mean, the amount of stores that are vacant is, is incredibly sad. Everywhere's closed at 10 p.m. And another big crisis that's happening, and, and this is for real, you know, we had all the Black Lives Matter riots, Antifa riots, all this and that. Well, uh, the, we have now defund the police. So there's basically a, gra- a gang that was let out of jail during COVID running the Bronx, which was on its way back and really was getting getting much better. Uh, We have gangs all over New York, um, gang violence right in our midtown, everywhere. Uh, The homeless situation is out of control. They're about to, they're kicking all the homeless that they put into hotels out now. So that's even getting multiplying. And then on top of that, we have landlords. um, They're fighting that people that can pay rent aren't. And landlords are having small landlords, not the big ones that nobody cares about that I care about because it's not right. But we have landlords losing their, their, their buildings to the banks while people continue to not pay rent. And now this universal basic income. And as you guys know, uh, most restaurants that survived the first time can't get workers That's because it. the $300 extra of unemployment way after necessary is... Uh, incentive to people to not work, which is what they want. They want universal basic income. They want, you know, the the, the complete control. And then the next step is this Excelsior pass. People need to understand what's going on with this. This was created a long time ago um, by Bill Gates. Remember, they wanted to, to do this ID 2020. And it was yep. like a new ID. Well, this this Excelsior pass, I looked into it and I saw, because uh, I saw that it was, the contract is with California and New York. And I thought, okay, well, who's, who's behind this? So when you dig a little down in the Excelsior pass and then you find, and then they have like a special bonus pass where you get like discounts around town. I, I'm going to put a list out so nobody should go to those places. But anyway, so this Excelsior Pass you go down and it's shell companies. So if you look at who owns the shell companies, you go down a little further and you find that there's a couple people involved. Microsoft, uh, of course, Apple, IBM. um, We have a bunch of Soros shell companies uh, Mm. disguised as foundations. And we have um, the World World Economic Forum. So the whole track and trace thing, in my opinion is, even, is the bigger uh, disaster that's looming in the background with the vaccine passport because when you put in when you get your, your QR code, you have to put in your vaccine number, your date of birth, your uh, address and, and all of that, and uh, your information, and they send you a QR code. Well there's about seven different companies that get all of your data. And from that point on, you're, you're completely surveilled. It's got nothing to do with the virus. And uh, uh, that's bothering me more than anything else.
3: Well, it's a good marketing uh, and good marketing ploy. Listen, I've been running uh, campaigns for years, and if you could get voter information or people's personal information to speak to them, oh my gosh! And same thing with businesses. You know, uh, if you want to promote your business, you know, having a good solid footing to do so—that's fantastic. And that's you know, look, this governor. Who killed all those people in nursing yeah. homes? I don't put it past him that he set that up to further his own political career. Yeah. Um, and so, they, you know, that's what I was getting at when I was asking Josephine about whether she got guidance, because you know we don't know: uh, are people supposed to, or are, are businesses supposed to keep this information somewhere? Is this information supposed to be shared, or is everybody going to just say, "Oh, I'm going to go for the Excelsior Pass; it's easier," and and I'll just Build that out, and and that information is now going to a political party or a political candidate or or you know companies that might want to sell you something or track you. Uh, and just to your point, Mel, uh, on Staten Island the other day, we had uh, women who were in a hair salon were shot by a gang member outside on Victory Boulevard, just doors down the block from where de Blasio is insisting, and Christine Quinn is insisting on putting a homeless shelter in the middle of Victory and Bay Street where our economical revitalization was going, where we spent millions of dollars to bring the area back. Um, And so, you know, in one fell swoop, this COVID-19 pandemic, uh is has been used as an excuse to let people out of jail um you know take away our rights lock us down like criminals on the outside keep us on the inside and isn't it crazy that right now you need id to um have a cannoli and a cup of coffee at Rocky, Rocco's bakery but not to vote in America <laughs> No, can
0: you imagine it's crazy the way they're pushing
3: this agenda because I, I didn't even tell
1: you before, at the concert, the Blasio and Schumer got up on stage with the hip-hop artists, okay, we're talking Wu-Tang Clan, big artists, pushing the vaccine agenda, and everyone's cheering them on, and the artists are like, yeah, get your vaccine, get your vaccine, get your vaccine. Yeah, you know?
0: well, the crazy. So part using of it. Them yeah the craziest part about that honestly is that only 26 percent of black new yorkers are vaccinated uh they've been there done that a lot of black pastors have said don't get it including farrakhan uh who has the biggest loudest voice uh in the in that community uh he's been saying don't get it for 15 months so he's never gotten flagged on twitter or facebook when he posts it but he's been saying it and i met a a bunch of black pastors when i was at the patriot event in um in grand rapids this past weekend same thing they're telling their their people not to get it and here here we have in new york so now after everything they defund the police which is terrible for the black community crt is terrible for the black community especially for black children and now they have um if they're not vaccinated they can't go in any public places and uh, and won't be able to go to school or teach or any of that or work And so, I mean, this is how we know Black Lives Matter was concocted by Soros and the CCP and all these, you know, people to manipulate our country and just divide us because the Black community should really be pissed now.
3: (laughs) Like, I mean, how
0: much can they handle?
3: I've been to many protests and the majority of people there are Black, Brown, Asian, and women, I mean, a lot of women coming out about this. But, you know, the other thing that's kind of crazy and, and, uh, you know, I, I just want to bounce this off you guys. Every 15 minutes, there's um, a, a commercial from New York City or somewhere saying, get the vaccine. It's safe. It's this. It's that. It's the other thing. But when you look at commercials and they're for medical products, they spend a good portion of that airtime talking about the side effects and talking about um consult your physician and find out if it's right for you. The vaccine doesn't speak about the side effects, doesn't speak about the deaths or injuries and never ever tells people to consult your physician to see if the vaccine's right for you. That's because for whatever reason they want to pretend that this vaccine is one size fits all. And frankly I had COVID and my antibodies have been increasing for the past year and a half. And my last one I was off the charts. Larger and higher than anybody that's had the vaccine in a natural antibody. Now, if all these people had COVID Around America, right? And if the death rate was less than one percent, then that means all the rest survived, right. and those people likely have antibodies. Why aren't we saying right. before you get the vaccine, let's check you for antibodies? Right. Let's see if you have antibodies. Because if we create those antibodies, mm-hmm. they go too high. You can actually hurt your immune system. Right. Right. So, Joanne, I, I, uh, Josephine, I'm sorry to, to cut It's you off. funny. I've been, I've
2: been saying that all along. I mean, I, I, before we give out a vaccine. I mean, why weren't we testing these people for antibodies? Because you know what? I mean, even today there was a study. You know, uh, and not, I'm, I'm sorry, not a study. There was an article from Bloomberg that said that people that aren't vaccinated that have had COVID actually have a better immune response and will not get the Delta there. You, you don't. You might not catch it, right? So why wasn't that ever offered? I'll tell you why. Because obviously, pharmaceutical monies wouldn't garnish any, uh, you know, profit from that. Okay. And why would you do that? And then the, as far as the side effects go, they're not listed. Why aren't they listed? Because, you know, maybe there's no liability for these vaccines. Uh, there, there's there absolutely aren't. not. Right. There right. aren't any liabilities. So so what? they don't have to list anything. Why would they have to? There's no recourse if something happens to you, if you've been vaccinated and there's an adverse effect. Nope. Sometimes it's not even reported. I mean, listen, the vaccine... We have a lot to speak to with this vaccine. It's affecting us on so many different levels, but the unfortunate part about this is that I don't think people really see it. There are some people out there that are starting to catch on, but I don't think people really see how interconnected this is and how, you know, it's not about safety anymore, because if it was a virus, 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 we would have reached herd immunity, which we probably did, and now we're introducing a vaccine in the mix and perhaps, you know, hindering that um, herd immunity. But there were ways to get out of this. There were therapeutics that could have been used, but I guess contracts with Pfizer don't allow those th- therapeutics to be used right. in hospitals. I mean, we have protocols that are actually killing people and not helping people. So this right. is not about safety and this is not about health. And I don't think it's about science. And I do think it's about control. So people need to wake up to that. And I, I hope other, you know, other restaurants, other pe- people in general stand together no matter what. We can push this off like they did in Moscow.
0: Right. Well, my question is, for you, is what... I was asking my friend last night who owns a restaurant. Um, they barely made it through, but they did. And now, like, this is coming at them. They're both immigrants, too, legal immigrants. So, you know, they came here. It's like a real success story, and it breaks my heart. And, um, you know, we were we were wondering... Do, do they have a task force that's going to come into restaurants and ask people what, what how are they going to, to monitor this? Do they because, they, you know, you know, that happened during the winter with, uh, the, with the covid precautions, but that was easily seen. This means that they're right. going to have brown shirts, I guess, actual right. citizens that are willing to do this, which is sick. Uh, go. in, It's like the SS go into your restaurant and sit and ask the people to show them how are they monitoring this on that level? You know, so so from what I've heard and, you know, I'm not
2: sure if it's confirmed, but I think it's not going to be the police. They were told not to really enforce it. It's going to be um, the sheriffs that will be enforcing this. However, I will tell you what happened yesterday, ironically enough, that you're bringing this up. I mean, there were people uh, walking around, I guess, uh, representatives from the city. They couldn't have looked older than 16, 17, perhaps 18 years old. Honestly, I think they were younger than that. Um, They came into my establishment. They asked me if I had the proper signage up, which I did have up because I will, I do not you want to break law, I will do everything that I'm supposed to do as far as, you know, the city agencies require the health department, but I did have my form up, um, and as this young girl was asking me questions about, you know, my implementation, there were two other, um, I guess, officials, I'm not sure what to call them, actually interrogating, this is what it was, interrogating a customer that was sitting outside. He was, I was helping him. He was politely sitting outside drinking his iced tea. And one of the officials said to him, do you realize that on September 13th, if you are not vaccinated, you cannot sit indoors? Which the customer replied to, "Um, please do not get into that with me. I am not even indoors, I'm sitting outdoors. Which then the official proceeded to say, well, I just need to remind you that on the 13th, we will be enforcing, so you are not allowed to sit inside if you are not vaccinated. Well, I'm sorry. As far as I know, that's harassment of my customers, and that, that right. goes against their First Amendment right. Who are these people to come around right. and then interrogate my customers? I mean, how is this okay? It's not okay. It's not, it's okay.
3: not okay. And next time they come, <laughs> ask them for their vaccination card. And as <laughs> And everybody should ask them for their vaccination card. You know, yesterday, uh, I led a protest um, of uh, quite a few people. I would say there were over 100. It wasn't thousands. It should have been thousands. Um, And we actually found Mayor de Blasio yesterday, and he was opening, and and I'm very happy about this, he was at a ceremony to welcome um, the new baseball team to Staten Island, but with him were a whole bunch of young uh, baseball players, and we were outside, uh, literally locked out um, and and yelling for him to come out to speak to us, and the irony was that he, we later looked at his speech, and the irony was he was saying how this ball field will welcome so many people and, and bring a community together. When by the way, it won't because they have to check for the vaccination card to let you into the ball game after September 13th. And the the stuff that they're putting on the books now, unless it's retracted, right. and I don't I can't see how it's going to be retracted, will be in place in May of next year when this ball field opens. So it is so important that these lawsuits suits get a fair hearing and it is a you, we need a fair hearing and i know irore where josephine's a, a member of irore with the Re- independent restaurant association right. um owners association um that, that group uh, has has a lawsuit, right. I have a lawsuit that's a, a little bit more global, um, and uh, it is it was funded by uh, me personally, both federal and state, uh, and now the teachers are, are following, uh, filing a lawsuit independent of the MCL and the DC37, so there are going to be a lot of lawsuits out there. If we could get a fair hearing, just one fair judge who's going to look at this lawsuit and see it on its face, what it is is that you are segregating a bunch of, you know, segments of the population based on their vaccine and um, it will ultimately unfortunately because of the numbers uh, be segregated also by their ethnicity because right. not everybody's getting that vaccine right. and they're asking business owners to do it um, there it is absolutely against everything that we have ever learned in our constitution in America and it's exactly what people were fighting for um you know this summer bring everybody together right together. every life matters well if all our lives matter then why is this Mayor are not taking into account the uh, those with antibodies, those who can't get the vaccine because it will do more harm than good. Right. They need an exemption, uh, you know. And there has to be an alternative to yeah. to vaccine or, not, or, or, or nothing. Or you're yeah. not
1: accepting any exemptions. And it's and it's not just it's not just stopping at segregation, but it's going to actually be harassment because they're they're putting it in the vaccinated people's heads that the, the unvaccinated are a threat. That they're that they're the ones that are carrying the, the variant, so they're actually going to turn people against people. I already know.
0: see so, it. I already see I it. See. People saying, "Are you, I, like I say?" Uh, the Pfizer Pfizer already put out on their own website that it's 46% effective. But if you had it, and have antibodies, like, I've had it, Latisha's had it, and all of that, that it, you're, you have way better protection against it than if not, but you're not even allowed to say that. World Health Organization pulled the whole um, uh, natural herd immunity off of its website. Yeah, that's right. Been yeah. A, a huge, um, this is not about an illness. And if it was really about public health, then what about the mental health? What about what they've done to people's mental health, not just in, in, you know, keeping open liquor stores and all of that while they closed churches and and schools where people went to recovery meetings. So all, there's a huge relapse issue, a a whole bunch of new alcoholics. And, um, on top of that, suicide rate is off the charts. Of course, I'm sure they called a lot of suicides COVID and, Mm -hmm. uh, we have depression. We have, um, all kinds of anxiety, all this, all this, the, the fear porn that's put out there by the media over and over and over. This has been a tragedy to the mental health. And it's already a broken system, especially in New York, where de Blasio and his wife somehow got away with uh, stealing, in my opinion, $850 million oh. meant for the mentally ill and the homeless. And 4% of that money, 4%, went actually to the mentally ill or homeless. And that was only for basically a- external programs that did no long-term help. They just kind of signed them up and that was that. And uh, here we are again, we're about to have a mental health crisis when they kick all these people out of the hotels they've been bashing them in. And uh, if it was really about health, what what about mental health?
2: Look, I mean, I, I it, it's, it's about a lot of things. I said it, this is such a, multi-layered uh issue here because it's, it's just wrong on so many different levels and once you get into how it's wrong in one place it, it goes it spills over to the next i mean we we essentially just created two classes of people we've all said that We've created the unvaxxed and the vaccinated. And now the, the unvaccinated are lepers of society. There's a stigma attached to being not vaccinated. There's something wrong with you. What's wrong? Why aren't you following the science? You're killing people. You're not protecting people. Um this is going to cause a problem in society because it's okay for the vaccinated who are now superior to look down on us, to treat us like we're not equals. I mean, that we technically now, according to the mail, we are equal. We, we cannot be amongst other people. You can't go to a wedding unless you're vaccinated. You can't take your son who's 12 years old to a bowl game if he's not vaccinated. You can't take your family to the movies. I mean, this this is not the United States of America. We cannot put it, be putting like, a you know, the star, uh, that yellow star on, on the shirts of people right. who are not vaccinated because essentially they will look down upon and look at what happened to them. I right. mean, this is, it's severe and it, it really scares me
3: again yeah uh, and and None of this can happen if businesses stick together. If, you know, if brave people like Josephine and like um, Ro Saladino over at Marina Cafe and um, Susan, I'm not going to say her last name, in Queens who has two gyms, um, if they all stick together, uh, like like uh, uh, Robert uh, DeLuca, um, if, they, if they all stick together and say, you know what, Mr. Mayor, we're not going to do it. like the police are going to say no Mr. Mayor we're not going to we're not going to enforce it then um we can have a conversation and I think at the end of the day I'll say it again it's not about whether you're for the vaccine or not for the vaccine if I didn't have antibodies I think I might have said this before on your show I would be I I would likely take the vaccine because I'm 58 years old I take the flu shot I take the pneumonia shot you know, I put worse things in my body in the 80s, so I'm not that worried. If it kills me, it kills me. Um but for young kids, you know, who COVID, if they get it, does not affect them in the same um or t- with the same mortality rate um that it affects older people, why are we experimenting on them? And and the other thing is, I mean just logic, right? Just logic. If this was a vaccine, there could be no breakthrough virus, right? Because right. Vaccines- scenes stop that but this is like the flu it's going to morph it's going to do things so you get the shot and it's going to catch most of it and probably reduce the symptoms and but it's not going to guarantee you don't get it so let's talk about again this disease with a less than one percent death rate we, you know, it became a crisis because we didn't know what it was. And because, right. you know, it was bio it was engineered in China and it escaped from a lab. So everybody went into a state of panic. Um, but the government has not allowed that hysteria to subside. On the contrary, it's fed into it. Why? Because they're drunk with power and control. And that's what we are saying about Mayor de Blasio. Um, and you, Mel, rightly stated, it has. It has very much similarities into what ha- with what happened in the 30s and the 40s. Um, you'll have all the big tech stopping us from getting information, um, i.e. book burning like the right. 40s. Um, you know, you have them locking us down and separating us out. Um, Josephine, you said it with the, with the bill from... Um, from Parrish or whatever his name is, um, mm-hmm. i.e. the 40s. Uh, and now they're asking for our papers. Right. Uh, and when I brought up this similarity when I was protesting at Max Public House, right. um, you know, I was plastered all over the front pages because people called me a Nazi. But <laughs> guess what? <laughs> you know? I mean,
0: that's just, that's, right. old, <laughs> that's the old
2: trick.
3: It's that's the, old so, trick. Yeah.
2: But you know, I I need to say say one or other thing. We've been you know vocally saying that um, other you know restaurants need to join in and stand united, and we're we're talking about the gyms and whatnot. But you know what? It's also the patrons right. of those places. You know what? If we had look if we had our citizens say no, we will not stand to this stand for this. I not I'm not advocating that people boycott places that have a you know that are going along. I understand why other restaurants may they're fearful they, they just want to do the right thing. they want to put this behind us. They figure that if we do this we'll be left alone. I, I'm not looking for anybody to penalize a business that that is going to go ahead with it. But I am saying that if if every New Yorker looked at it, that, and said, No, I am not going to do this. I am not going to show you my vaccine uh, card. I, I, no, I don't stand for this. If we all came together, even as citizens, I think we would have a better shot. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about the gym owners and the restaurant. We need, need to stand together and push back. But it doesn't just fall on us, it right. falls on the citizens of this country and New Yorkers. To say no, we do not do not want this. And you know what? This is a test tube in this in this restaurant right now, in this cafe. Okay. I have people coming from everywhere, everywhere. I, I cannot tell you how many people say I'm vaccinated, but I, I agree, this is crazy. That's I can't right. tell you how many people are like, this is wrong. And my, my brother-in-law, who was like all about the vaccine and all about you know the Blasio and everything else, is just like, no, this is this is not New York, this is not the United States of America. I mean, on its face, people see it. We need to say know on every level it is the right. only way we will stop this
0: right right and uh, I've been very surprised as a New Yorker I, I uh, and I'm in Manhattan so it's a little different because I've noticed Staten Island fights back more than anyone else and has the whole time and uh, you know every time I see there's a good fight going it's always Staten Island but I'll tell you right now uh, Manhattan they just they are not seeing it uh, they, the people here they're all vaccinated they're still they're wearing right. their two masks they're walking around scared I mean uh, New York City I'm so shocked. Of all the places in America, it seems to have gone along with everything. Uh, I, I hate to say it, like in lockstep. Everything the government says, they do, and it's it's not not never a pushback, never a question. And over and over, I just I'm so shocked at New York, and I wish a lot of New Yorkers would just stand up and, and fight back this time. We did it all last year, and every all the all the statistics now are saying natural immunity, all of that, you know, that that's, and none of these things work, the masks, the social distancing, all of that. And again, now we have also what's happening is school's about to start. So now we have school starting and this is going to divide again and it's going to divide the children in in New York City because apparently all 150,000 workers in schools, including school nurses, uh, janitors, workers, they have to get it or they can't go back to work. And apparently if they don't get it, they're not even going to be qualified for unemployment. So what are we doing? To, I mean, this is a whole nother level. We have to stand up. And again, this is for us, but also for our children. We don't want our children to think ever think that this is okay. That this is, you know, we need to set an example for future generations. And, uh, and if we don't stand up, then there's nothing uh, left. And you guys in Staten Island, you have more of a of a neighborhood community situation. In Manhattan, there's um, barely any, it seems that most office buildings are still vacant here. There's so many vacancies of restaurants and and stores and it is unbelievable. And what I am seeing is a a bunch of these Amazon to go places that have no humans in them popping up all over New York City. And that's the point. Right
2: now we, we have, we have another, we are actually in, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn okay. Oh, no, I thought you were in Staten Island. No, it's, it's okay. It's close enough. I mean, I'm right, we're right off the bridge, so I'm not insulted. <laughs> um, but, but we do have another location in Manhattan in, on Bleecker street. And we have that same sign up. Um, I will tell you that we have the same sign up in Manhattan. So this is Bleecker street. And my sister-in-law who runs that store was very, very reluctant to put, to put it up because she was afraid of the pushback. I'm going to tell you that the store there has received exactly the same support. So you have your double maskers coming in and you did have, you know, a little bit more of the resistance there, you know, to, to, to say that this is not right. We want we're not coming to you anymore. But I'm going to tell you, it is so minute that it didn't affect us and it doesn't matter. There are more people in Manhattan who actually say, yes, you know what, I'm vaccinated, but this is not right. And you know what, that's the other test tube. And, and, and I see it and my sister-in-law sees it. And she realizes now that, wow, you know, people are not for this. And I think once other restaurants and people are not afraid to speak up, we have a chance at this. We do. But I mean, it's 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 time is ticking. I don't see enough people mobilizing. Um, if they are mobilizing, I don't hear it enough. I mean, I'm trying to speak out as much as I can. I'm one voice, you ladies are doing the same thing. I know that you know people have approached me, thank you. thank God somebody's speaking up, but I, all of us feel it quietly. I think even a, a lot of us feel it quietly, we're afraid, but we have to come out of that. We are stronger if we work together, there's more unity and then strength in numbers. And I think if the mayor saw that across the board, people really don't want this, we'd, be, we'd, be, we'd have that chance that he keeps speaking to.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, I Joe, and I agree with you 100%. It has to be the people. And listen, New York City, this is where we make change, right? This is where the rebellions happen. The Stonewall Rebellion that opened up the gay rights movement happened here in New York City. The women's movement happened here in New York City. You know, you, the civil rights, the human rights, you, know, you name it. The movements are always happening in New York City. The irony that or the, the sadness that suddenly over time New Yorkers have become sheep is really distressing and I think that that's uh, has to do generationally you know a lot of the people in Manhattan are now young people coming from Kansas and this place and that place and the other place and they want that freedom or they think that but they're still kids and so you know they're used to following government rules and a lot of us older people moved out to the burbs Um, and that's why you see Staten Island um, you know being the Vocal borough that, that we are. And I'm Brooklyn, and the, you have know, great parts of Brooklyn, the old Bay Ridge and, and downtown in Brooklyn. Um, so, you know, jo- Joe is right. We need to have uh, everyone stand together. And the best way to stand together is um, there is a rally on Saturday at 1 o'clock in uh, Columbus Circle uh, you know, to tell the mayor, you know, no, we're not going to accept this vaccine. There's going to be a Protest on the third in front of the courthouse in Richmond County um, to the day of the hearing for the Iroir case. So you know, people should get in touch for that. Um, there uh, is a a protest every Monday at City Hall um, thrown by New Yorkers for Freedom. Uh, so that's 12 noon at City Hall. Uh, I am constantly. Yesterday was a great protest because it was the first time that we ever nailed the mayor down, and he had to see us and he heard us and he responded to us and, and you know he had actually addressed us in his press conference and not that he agreed he just said we were allowed to have our opinion but we have to do more of that and so if people want to get involved please uh, go on my website remoro dot sibpcom that's r-e-m-a-u-r-o-f-o-r-s-i-b-p dot com fill out the contact form and I will keep you in touch with everything that comes across my desk um, definitely you have to go and you have to eat at Rocco's, you have to eat at DeLuca's, you have to eat at Max's Esca, you have to eat at Bravo, you have to eat at, you know, Marina Cafe, you have to find these restaurants um, that are doing the right thing and standing up for your rights and you have to stand with them in solidarity. So very important, because all these young people and all these Manhattanites are hearing is what the media is allowing them to hear. And the media is putting a shadow ban on anything that has a different opinion about COVID than the one that is accepted by uh, the COVID police um, and I've experienced it. I put up an article by John Tierney on my page. Uh, I put up an article by the Mayo Clinic saying not to race to get the booster and um, they shadow banned it and they didn't allow it to be seen by anybody. And they took out off on uh, my YouTube. We had an OAN interview about our lawsuit with our lawyer, Trisha S. Lindsay who happens to be an African-American civil rights lawyer. We did a great interview on um, One America News, and they took it down off of YouTube, saying it violated rights. Because all we did was talk about the lawsuit.
0: And where can people find you, Uh, Mary Josephine? I mean, well,
2: the the best way to get in touch with us now um, is, honestly, we Rockles Pastry on Instagram, if you just do that. Um, You can direct message. We respond to everybody. We actually have um, a GoFundMe set up. We are doing another lawsuit aside from the one um, that we are currently on right now. Um, So, I mean, we we need to attack this on so many different levels. Uh, We have to make sure that the mayor knows that you know this is not okay. Um, you know, and it, it again it goes back to to the Constitution. He's effectively trampled on it, and uh, we we need to fight this. So again, you can go to Rockwell's Pastry. Just direct message. Um, we will get back to everybody and anybody that reaches out to us. You can even call the stores. I've taken every phone call. You can write me a letter. You can shoot me an email. Um, my email is actually on the the uh, Instagram. So anything and everything that you do, I will make sure I listen to you guys. I I will not turn my back on anybody that's approached me. As far as I'm concerned, this is not a fight about The restaurant it's not a fight about the cafe i'm fighting for everybody out there that's giving me a compelling story that that makes me realize at this point this is what i was chosen to do um, i'm going to be a voice for those people and i am i will not turn my back on them i will take it as far as i can go and hopefully we can you know initiate change
0: awesome awesome denise where can everyone find you <laughs> uh you
2: can
1: find me on rumble bit shoot Remember this with Denise Bolin. If you can't find me, email me. At, remember this TV show at gmail.com. And I just want to say if anybody is being, um, you know, um, harassed, if they're being told that, you know, that they, they can't attend certain places, they want to fight back, they can't go to school, they're going to lose their job, they could go to the healthyamerican.org. There are legal documents there that they could print out, that they can use. And there's all, also other information if they want to contact a constitutional lawyer.
0: Great, great. And uh, thank you everyone for joining us. We are in New York. We're at the front lines of this battle. If it happens here, it's going to happen everywhere. So we got to fight back and we got to fight back now. And uh, sometimes it takes a bunch of ladies to speak up and say enough's enough for uh, the people to hear it. And we are happy to be out there in the front lines, everyone. I will put all of these great women's uh connections and um where you can find them in the description box. And please support Mary Josephine and Rocco's. Uh they are out there, they are they're putting themselves on the line for all of us. And uh please also support Letitia and uh she will be an amazing net new borough president in Staten Island soon, God willing, and uh, she'll make some real difference for us all. So thank you for joining us and God pray for New York because uh, we ain't going down.
3: <laughs> God, God bless you, Mel thank and you. Thanks for Nice to
0: meet you, Josephine. Likewise.
3: Likewise.